When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. Today, we are going to be talking about healing modalities, and I have a wonderful guest here with me today who is going to illuminate some very important components of that healing journey that is a whole and holistic uh, enterprise. You know, when we're in recovery, we can't just focus on mental health. We can't just focus on, um, you know, chemical imbalances or things like that. We have to treat each and every one of the pieces of ourselves so that we can get them back to a place of wholeness. And um, so I will let her introduce herself and talk for a minute about uh, what she does. Welcome. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, yes, I. Um, my name is Tayana, and I have been um, working as a holistic healer for about nine years professionally now and working on my own healing for about 25. And um, I am a priestess and soul alchemist, and I do a lot of energy work. Um, so that kind of realm of the unseen is my expertise. And I'm here to share some juicy tidbits with you today mm-hmm. on healing all areas of our body, yes. mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. And let me just add, I'm so excited to hear what she's going to share because she has helped me tremendously. And when she says juicy tidbits, oh my goodness, they are morsels that are so wonderful that are going to be great to help us because, uh, trust me, I think we need all the help we can get to put all the pieces back together again, right? And, you know, I wanted to say something about that. For some of us, it's not a matter of recovering Uh, and putting pieces back together again, that implies we are trying to return to some previous state and to try to reconstitute ourselves in some capacity. But for many of us, uh, there, we never were uh, completely what we should be to be healthy to begin with. And so instead of recovering, it's more of a uh, reinventing, reimagining, I like Mm -hmm. that reimagining of who we are and what we can be. Uh, And maybe we're not going to be returning to some previous version of ourselves. Maybe we're going to be building one uh, that is a greater, better 2.0 version. Yes. Yes. Growing, evolving, (laughs) healing, learning, reinventing. I love that, Jen. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, I want to start off with something about uh, mental health. Um, treatment when you're going through recovery from um, a relationship with a disordered person. Um, There are a lot of um, things that can be addressed with mental health professionals, but 
the first word of warning that I want to put out there is that, you know, not all providers are created equal, nor do each of them have a deep understanding of what is happening when a person is experiencing a recovery from narcissistic abuse or uh, abuse from uh, a relationship with a cluster B person. Many of them will have that on their resume, on their transcript and say, oh yes, we're, we're versed in trauma or we are uh, well equipped to help you with this and that and so forth. But I have found that is not necessarily true. Uh, and so we have to really be careful with that. Um, I wanted to get a mental health provider who, first of all, was covered by my insurance, but also another challenge is I wanted to build in some kind of higher power source God figure component to my therapy that wasn't just um, uh, secular, you know, but incorporated some kind of faith-based you know, this is how to pray about it. This is how to ask the, you know, the source to come in and do the healing that needs to happen and have that be part of the mental health um, uh, protocol that was happening. And uh, I also was disappointed that there were so many people that are available through the church who have no idea what this kind of recovery is. They just do not understand um, they don't understand narcissism or sociopathy or psychopathy and what kind of complete number that that does on, on the person who is uh, in that relationship with that person. The trauma bonding, the intermittent reinforcement, the blame shifting, the gaslighting, the word salad, all of those kinds of things that factor into discussion and recovery um, don't really happen when they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. So um, seeking out a mental health professional is one piece of the puzzle in putting yourself uh, back together or, uh, as we said earlier, reinventing and reimagining a new and improved self. I, I do think that, that understanding what this pathology is and, and fully knowing what's happening is important, but at the same time, it's not enough in itself. It, it requires other uh, healing modalities in conjunction with it. Mental health therapy, spending an hour with your therapist once or twice a week, doing cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, doing um, you know, whatever other kinds of therapy they offer. I don't think that's enough. I think it requires more, which brings us to the more part uh, where I'm going to ask Tiana to talk to us a little bit about recovering with the things that can be done with the, with the energetic body and that part mm -hmm. of the healing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jen. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to you about that, but just before I enter into that conversation, I've, I do want to talk about support groups and in my own uh, experience, um, having a support group in any kind of recovery is probably the most um, relevant and healing thing that you can do for yourself because 
in the grand scheme of things, narcissism and the science of it or the discovery and the, the exploration of what it really is, um, is fairly new. So this is why a lot of uh, psychologists and psychiatrists don't necessarily understand it fully yet because we just don't. Um, but support groups, you're getting um, support from peers that have been had the same experiences that you do, that understand, um, that can mirror back to you things that you cannot see within yourself. And usually they're free. A lot of times <laughs> they're free. So I just wanted to throw that in that I think support groups are a huge piece to your toolbox and, you know, the mo a modality that you can add for your recovery. Um, as a foundational piece. Is there a place that you um, can recommend to, uh, to get started to find an appropriate support group to, you know, where, where does one find something like that? I would just Google it. I, I, I don't know offhand of any myself, um, but I would Google uh, narcissism support group. Do you have a support mm -hmm. group? Uh, I did for a while. Um, I am 18 months out uh, since post-discard from, from my relationship with my uh, narcissist sociopath. And in that first year, I attended every week. Uh, I went to a narcissistic abuse recovery support group that was a group that uh, I found on meetup, meetup.com. Um, and you can find uh, other groups on Meetup. You can also find them on Facebook, on Instagram, even offer some of them. You can Google it. Um, they're out there. Uh, Quora is a good place to go to learn about this and to try to connect with people who have groups. And I want to add there's like uh, a lot of people who work with this specific thing, Melanie Tanya Evans. Kim Saeed, um, there's, there's just so many, too many to mention. Uh, if you look them up, a lot of them with their program, and a lot of them have programs that where you pay, for example, the, the um, Thriver one that Melanie Tonya Evans does, the, the lowest level entry is $195. Uh, for $295, you get a support group with it. Uh, it's an online Facebook private group. Uh, and they're all doing the program with you, and I I highly recommend her. So there's and a lot we, of support we've also groups. Got to tell them about our work. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have. <laughs> we'll be, we'll, we can tell them yeah, we'll tell you at the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we've got a workshop coming up too. Mm -hmm. Plug that a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. So do you want me to go ahead and talk about? Yeah, go ahead and tell us um, a little bit about what that looks like. Like, what does that mean? Healing the the uh, energetic body. I know I've heard that trauma is stored in the body. Mm -hmm. And I've also read uh, about how this kind of abuse over a period of time can actually change your, change your brain chemistry. So mm -hmm. um, these are not things that you would necessarily have addressed with your uh, regular mental health therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Having a trying and, exploring and being open to a wide range of alternative medicine is definitely um, something that you'll want to do. In terms of energy, you know, I, I'm an energy master and I've uh, been 
has have a certificate in Reiki, but I've done multiple types of energy work, including soul alchemy. And yes, as Jen is saying, that there are traumas that are stored in the body, memories that are stored in the body, and things that actually affect the way that we think and behave and communicate with life. Sometimes things we don't even know about. There's, there can be things from your past life that are there, um, traumas that are blocking certain energies or attracting certain energies into your life. And so when it comes to energy work, I highly recommend it. I recommend it in conjunction with some sort of psychotherapy or something that's going to address the mental realm and the emotional realm. Although energy work, what happens is when, as a therapist, when we go in and start moving the energy, which is basically what we're doing, we're going in to scan the body. The body has an energy body. It's surrounded. We are surrounded by what you call a spirit or energy. And we have a field around us. So we have a field around us and then our entire body is energy. And so when the therapist goes to move the energy, they're actually, what they do is they typically channel in a higher frequency, higher vibrational um, energy through usually through the hands and um, they are putting that inserting that into your energy field and as that is going on it is removing or moving out older denser energies negative energies and things and this is when things can arise at that time to come up and out people may cry on the table or have a little bout of grief or have a memory of something that uh, was traumatizing to them <clears throat> and that's all comes up and out for it to be removed and the higher vibrational energy um, put back into the body and having the cells restored to their natural state of well-being, health and well-being. Mm -hmm. But your thought patterns now are always affecting your energy body. So you have to make sure that you address the mental realm as well, especially if you have come from a toxic or dysfunctional family background. Chances are the, the, reason why you attracted this narcissistic relationship into your life is because you were attracting something from the unhealthy vibrational field that you're carrying from the family. And um, so the relationship is on a spiritual level is there to teach you something as painful as that can sound and be um, the sole lesson that is involved with attracting this type of person and being able to heal yourself within where you need to be healed um, is, is critical. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I have certainly had some experiences where I would go in not knowing what I was getting into, whether it was acupuncture or some energy healing or uh, uh, pranic healing. I did that for a while. And, and I would just, it was such a powerful, uh, release. It was cathartic. Uh, I felt immediate relief and usually I would, um, uh, burst into tears. And in fact, uh, I used to go weekly to this, a group that was a healing group and they had, um, 
the practitioners each pair off with the people who came in. They took a donation and they did the healing. And uh, for about six months, the first six months that I went, I would just weep and wail to the point where they had to remove me and put me in another room in the back of the place because it was just such a powerful experience. I could actually feel things being pulled out of me and I could feel memories uh, being taken away and scrubbed and released. And it was just, it was so intense and it helped me. I I give complete uh, uh, credit to a combination of going to uh, a mental health professional combined with all of the various energy work I did. And I went to so many different um, providers for that and got, and that took so many different forms, but Oh my gosh, it was just, you know, it was transformative. I'm not sure I would have been okay as much as I am today. Had I not put the energy portion of it into my treatment plan. I had to have that. And I'm so uh, grateful that I, I had the good sense to know that, to know that I needed it and to have some, I live in a city where there's a lot of opportunities to, to find those providers who do this kind of work. And I'm very grateful to have found you because you have been so instrumental in my healing journey uh, in, in leaps and bounds and significant and profound ways that I wouldn't be as far along as I am today. Uh, without a doubt, it has been transformative for me. So thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. And it's been wonderful to see you start to flourish. <laughs> she was not looking so good the first time that I met her. <laughs> well, I may, and, I may not be looking and, good now either. No, you but look I, wonderful I, now. And I'm you're, making you progress. Are, you are definitely making so much progress. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you smiled once the first time that we that we met and now you smile quite often. So, well, we we do have to that. keep our yes, humor. Yes. <laughs> but, Laughing um, is the best medicine. Humor is the best So, medicine. um would you recommend um, that people who are in recovery and looking to um, to to build this piece into their um, program of recovery, like where to get started? How, how, what would be a good first step for people who have not had experience in this before? I already knew about it. I have already worked in this realm for decades. And so I knew I needed it. And I kind of knew who to reach out to. But if I didn't know, I think I might be kind of lost. Like, who would I ask? Who would I approach? How would I connect with with these individuals? Mm -hmm. I think it it depends on where you are at in your in the damage that has been done. So, I mean, if you're, you're, you yourself are having suicidal thoughts or you don't want to live anymore, or you're going into a deep depression, I definitely suggest that you contact a medical professional, psychiatrist, psychologist right away. Um, if you feel like, you know, the other aspect of recovery is you've got, you've got kind of two pieces to the puzzle. You're kind of trying to gain the knowledge about narcissistic abuse and psychopathy and understand what you just went through. There's that part of the recovery. And Mm -hmm. then there's also the recovery from your own 
um, toxicity or your own dysfunctions that have allowed you to um, attract that into your life. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, anybody can attract a narcissist and not see it coming, even the most healthy of person. But um, there is the part of that that, need, that that also needs to be addressed. You know, one of the things that sticks with me that I heard is that, you know, anybody, um, anybody could, could you know, get tangled up with someone like this. Yes. Um, who has one of these disorders and, and stuck in this abusive cycle of craziness. Yes. But the difference uh, is that, a normal neurotypical average healthy whole person would we'll see a red flag and they would run away. <laughs> we'll run, run quicker. They're not going to stay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whereas correct. the people who are broken and damaged on the inside who have, you know, holes in their aura and who have holes in their hearts, they're going to stay because they're going to say, you know, I can fix this. I can heal this. There's that codependency factor, but it's so much more than codependency. It's mm -hmm. there. There's that. That's just the tip of the iceberg. It's mm -hmm. it. There's a lot, um, a lot more going on there that needs attention. Mm -hmm. And so, to to for for some any person working with you to say, just do this one thing, and you're going to be fine. I I'm very skeptical of that. For yeah. me, it's yeah. required numerous things um it's like a whole arsenal of things that you have to do for self-care and self-partnering i love that word we need to self-partner and as you know that's one of my biggest challenges is i don't know how to do that uh i do love myself in a lot of ways but uh when it comes to uh protecting and nurturing and doing all of that and and trying to release uh, toxic childhood scripting and programming that just doesn't work. That's not right. It's, it's not even true. It's deceptive and it's unhealthy when it comes time to do that. You know, you don't always know how, and um, it just feels so much better to have some handholding, some guidance, some support from people who can model it or give you a, you know, I'm one of those people just give me, a step, a, a step by step, one, two, three, four, do these four things and do them every day. And, and then take an aspirin, eat an apple and throw salt over your shoulder and boom, you're going to be fine within this period of time. And it's not like that. Healing's not linear. Mm -hmm. You know, you go forward, you go sideways, you go back ways, you, you know, you stand on your head, you're, you know, spinning around like a break dancer and then you're moving forward again. It's, it's crazy. This journey, mm -hmm. sometimes you can feel like you're getting ready for a breakthrough and then you can just be knocked on your butt the next day and curled up, you know, in a fetal position in the bed, unable to move. It's, it's tough. It is tough. And I don't think we should try to do it alone. Mm -hmm. I think one of the key things we need to remember is that it, it just is so much more powerful and productive if you have people partnering with you to help you learn how to partner with yourself. And then you have the support groups and then you're doing both mental health. You're doing spiritual uh, practice with whatever religion that you are. I think that's a critically important piece. And then on top of all of that, the energy work, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that, that yeah. is important as well. Yeah. You can think of it this way. Um, you can think of 
we've got four levels of our being, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. And so you want to gravitate towards something that is going to address each one of those bodies within yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. So Mm -hmm. that can be your four step foundational piece is making sure that all those areas are covered because when it comes to like energy work, there's a many different types of energy modalities out there. I do two myself. I do Reiki and I do soul alchemy, um, which is also the alchemy includes the Reiki as well, but um, there's acupuncture, there's um, all different kinds of, Uh, energy work but what you need to do is address all four of those and you can explore different things you know there are a lot of alternative healers that address healing the shadow side and the also the inner wounds Mm -hmm. and the inner child oh yeah in my opinion um more so than psychiatrists because psychiatrists typically know you're trained to listen and they're very great and deep listeners and then kind of guide and maybe prescribe some medication if that's a need of yours um a lot of the intuitive healers and the uh, alternative healers will actually get in there with you and help you process whether it's grief whether it's a childhood wound and kind of help you to learn um, based on universal law how to change your belief system, how to heal from the wounds, the childhood wounds, how to heal an inner child that's been wounded. Because it's these things, you know, it's your thought forms and the woundedness that are attracting out into these world people that can prey upon your innocence and your vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And unless you have knowledge of that and are aware of that, you basically are are a sitting or can be a sitting duck. Yes. You really want to go and learn about these kinds of things. That's exactly uh, right. And I think there, I think that there's a lot of people who say that you attract whatever it is that you have on the inside. So um, it's, it's, it's like whatever the condition is of your inner self, of your, of the whole inner network of your being, whatever that condition is, you attract that to yourself. So if you're a bloody mess, you can imagine what's going to come to you. And if you can figure out how to uh, become whole and um, have that peace that we all want to have and know how to have joy within yourself and that light and have everything you need within yourself then what comes to you from the external world will be reflecting that. And so it will be healthy and it will be uh, good things instead of broken things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for me, I repeated that pattern over and over and over uh, my whole life. You know, I'm in my (laughs) sixties and I just want to say, you know, it's never too late. I'm in my sixties and I'm still working on this. And, and for the first time, I think this last time, um, this my marriage for the last almost 20 years, uh, I think it was so devastating. I knew that this is it. I'm in my 60s and I am destroyed. I am annihilated. 
now I have to do this. I want every, I want my family, I want my children to see that I can do this. I can be whole. I can, I can be successful. And finally, finally at last, putting it all together and being what I needed to be from the very beginning before whatever things happened to me that, that damaged me and made, made it where I could not reach that level of, of uh, peace with myself and joy and wholeness. So um, yeah, it's never too late. Never too late. And it's an ongoing journey too. So don't, my advice is not to take, try to take everything on at once you know, go ahead and and feel within yourself where you feel the priority is for you and start there. Definitely make a beginning, whether it's to contact a support group, um, contact a mental health facilitator or contact a counselor or a coach or an alternative healing, do something to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also know that it is a journey and it, it could end up being a lifelong journey. You may end up doing something along the lines of Jen, where she's helping other people through her own experience. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, just know that you can recover, that you're not alone, and that you, it's not your fault. You know, even if you ha- did have, a, you know, a tough childhood, um, or if you didn't, if you grew up in a very healthy uh, environment, and then um, this kind of took you uh, for a flip, you know. I come from a very spiritual perspective, so I do feel that our souls call in uh, different experiences in our life um, for us to learn, um, you know, Mm -hmm. a lesson on whatever level. And we have to respond to that call. Yes, yes. So to pay attention to what's really going on inside. Well, we are uh, running out of time. Uh, Before we let you go... Let's talk very briefly about our upcoming uh, workshop that we have that might have something to offer for, from some of you that are looking to get started with this whole process. This is a great place to get started because we're going to help you with all that. Um, let's take a couple of seconds and go over that. Great. So one of our holiday gifts gifts to you uh, this holiday season. This has been a rough year, bumpy year for everybody. And to start the new year off on the right foot, we're having a workshop to help people do that, to help you get into the mindset uh, of healing and transformation and of reimagining yourself so that you're a newer, better, improved version, stronger, more uh, independent and self-partnered and all that good stuff. So uh, January 9th, January 9th, we are offering a workshop. And what is it called? Warrior's Path to Wholeness. Warrior's Path to Wholeness. Yes, we are warriors. Absolutely, we are. If you're listening to this, you must be a warrior because you want to get better. If you're listening to this, you must be a warrior because you have that fight in you that you are not going to go quietly into that good night. You are going to rise up and you're going to heal. You're going to rise up and you're going to have a resplendent, glittery, shimmery, sparkly, wonderful life that's just waiting for you to just grab hold of it and live it. And that's what we're hoping t- 
2021 is going to bring to everybody. And we're going to give you some tools. We're going to give you some, some things you can actually put to use right away to help yourself get to where you need to be. You want to talk a little bit about what we're going to do in that workshop? Yep. You can, you can check out our registration page, which is going to have some things on it. But what we're really wanting to do is give you as many tools as you pop from the time you sign up. We're going to email you a couple of things. And during the workshop, we're going to do a lot of demonstration on things that you can do for self-love, self-care, to self-coach, to process, to change belief systems, to heal the wounds inside. We're going to leave part of it up to, to listen to what your needs are. So we want to keep it a little bit open, but it will be formatted. But it's to give you as, as much as possible of everything that both Jen and I have learned over the years. And, um, and yeah, address um, all four of the levels. <laughs> all four <laughs> levels of healing. That's yes. right. Um, I'm going to do something. We're going to do role playing. That will be fun where uh, we're going to act out for you sort of, you know, what a dialogue would look like that maybe you need to have. Uh, one of them is like with your friends and family. How do you protect them when you are uh, oversharing and uh, having meltdowns and you're dysregulated and you're just in crisis survival mode? How do you protect your friends and family so they don't back away and freak out and think, oh my gosh, what's wrong with this person? <laughs> and so we're going to kind of show what that conversation would be like uh, and teach you how to uh, avoid having these damaged, awkward relationships with people in the aftermath of uh, what happens to you here with your uh, uh, crisis that you're going through. And uh, another one, for example, we're going to do um, something called a proxy partner where, you know, a lot of these narcissists, sociopaths, psychopaths, they have no guilt, no remorse, no empathy, and no capability of saying, I'm sorry, and therefore giving you closure. They show no respect for the relationship that you had, and they don't allow you to have any dignity as you walk away from that relationship. So um, there's an exercise there called proxy partner, where we're going to talk you through what that closure what that, um, what those messages should have been, what they should have said to you, you're going to get to hear it. Uh, you're going to get to hear that and experience it. And maybe that will help you get a step closer to the kind of closure that really in these situations, you can only give yourself because they're never going to give it to you. They're just not, they're not capable. So that's just a, a couple of examples of some things that we're going to do. And we're going to tag team this and have some conversations with, um, you know, that are going to guide you to where you need to be with your, um, with your healing journey so that 2021 is going to be the year. It's going to be the transformative, fantastic year that you are going to be reborn. You hear about people being born again. This is a whole new kind of being born again. We're going to be born again into a new life where we are not going to have that disordered person uh, doing what they do to us. And we're not going to be dependent on that disordered person to validate us or to give us what we need. We're going to be able to give ourselves that thing. So. Yes. Yes. And then also um, and on the links below, 
I have a secondary course called the Feminine Current. So for those of you out there that really want to dive deeper into the self-love space, <laughs> yes. then um, that will be available too. But please join us for our workshop on January yes. 9th so we can January meet 9th? you. It's very... Um, It'll be very minimally priced at $25 a person. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. You're worth the investment there. And we want to we want to support you. We want to give you all the tools that we have mm-hmm. and to help you on your journey. Absolutely. Anyway, we'll see you on January 9th. Okay? All right. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.